I mean, we can. Anybody that watches the live part of play, Roommates Gaming monthly video game folks podcast. (laughs) My name is Justin. That's Josh. And that's Eric. If you're on the live stream, that's Josh. And that's Eric way over there. Um, We're here to talk about video games. Before we dive into it, you can catch us on TV or twitch.tv slash roommates gaming or youtube.com where we put up videos every Monday. Uh, You'll find this podcast on YouTube uh, next Wednesday. We always publish the following Wednesday. And in two weeks, we'll be getting back together for another sauces tray. You can also catch all of these on Anchor when they go up in audio format. What's going on, you guys? What's so funny now? <laughs> Nothing. Just just keep going. Ignore us. I'm done. Okay. Oh, yeah. Instagram. Twitter. TikTok. 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 Yeah. Follow all of that. Snapchat. Links and, links and all that stuff are in the in the below. So, guys, we, uh, we're winging it. We're winging it. Yeah, we're winging it. Cool. Is that any different than what we normally do? I mean, I used to have a structure for these things, and then the pandemic happened, and it's like, I don't, I don't know. I just do this to talk to you guys now. It's not really <laughs> like I'm going over news. What fucking news is there? Except for the fact that Pocky and Rocky is getting remastered and released, and I am psyched. <laughs> that shit is dope. That was like me and my brother's favorite game to play together when we were kids that and uh mystic ninja we played those two like all the time but uh i saw that on the uh the new game plus expo today and was very happy it'll be a nice thing to have as an adult (laughs) don't you love it when they take games from your childhood and make them again yeah maybe pay for them again Uh, yeah and you have to pay for them sometimes and Then you have to pay for like more stuff than you wanted to, like uh, a remake of Final Fantasy VII. And now, if you want to play the whole thing and know everything that the new story is, you have to play Kingdom Hearts now, basically. And you've got to play, you know, Final Fantasy VII 0.5, 0.5 over sleep, <laughs> over Dreams, uh, the mobile game version, and <laughs> also just uh, play this battle royale and have uh, tons of tons of fun that way and that isn't that what you want you forgot the colon intergrade oh yeah <laughs> plus if you want to play as uh um ninja i her name yuffie yuffie uh, uh, <laughs> if you want to play as her you got to play on a playstation 5 uh fuck you playstation 4 owners if you want to know everything i mean as a playstation 4 owner yes i agree fuck you playstation 4 owners <laughs> I mean, it'd be it'd be nice if all of us PlayStation Four owners could play a PlayStation Five, but you yeah, know. I know they had to have a plan for how that integration was going to roll out because from the time the project got launched and Demuro was like, "Yeah, we can do this again, no pr- no problem," and uh, well, I, I, that's a lot more cavalier than I'm sure the conversation actually went. <laughs> but <laughs> that's that's exactly in, in how the boardroom, like, yeah, okay, yeah, sure, well, yeah, no, right. no, I mean, it's not like we haven't been planning this for 25 years. Yeah, sure, what the <laughs> fuck, like. Uh, it, it you got to think they had an idea like okay the ps5 is coming out in this window and this is when seven remake comes out so we got to figure out a way for that cutover to get players on the ps5 and comfortable with the fact that part two three or four may not come to the ps4 like they they had to have had that conversation i don't think this is necessarily the right way to go about it 
where you put in like DLC or, or extra story content that wasn't part of the original game and lock it behind that you got to upgrade paywall. But if you already own the game, you get it for free. But if you take the free version from PlayStation, you got to pay you 20 pay bucks. For it. Yeah, yeah, they found their loopholes. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's just why just fucking wait for the PlayStation 5 if you knew most of the game was not even going to be on the PlayStation 4. Yep. I'm I'm very interested because like if that like little side story thing is only coming to PlayStation 5, then that most likely means part two and anything else afterwards is not gonna be on the PlayStation 4. Yeah. So they should have just waited. Yep. Cause that game came out last year, right? Yeah. Like July or something like that. Yeah. They should have well, just fucking put it out this year. So the way the, what I'm pretty sure happened because the game was supposed to come out years ago, right? Like from the time it was announced, they, they expected that a lot sooner. Now, granted it's square and they always change their mind like 70% of the way through a project, but they probably expected it sooner. And then when Sony said, Hey, we're looking at Q4 2020 because we want to hit that, that decade slot. And Square probably went, shit, <laughs> we're approaching a short on all these loans we took out to pay for this game. Even though Sony gave them X amount of money, they were probably like, we've got to put something out. Otherwise, we're going to lose a lot, <laughs> like a lot, a lot. So they probably published in a period that got them some sort of give back. And Sony was still able to say, okay, we'll cross it. But I mean, I could totally see uh, the Final Fantasy VII Remake Part 1, at the very least, was entirely intended on being, like, not necessarily launch title, but beginning of the de- generation for PS4. Mm-hmm. And then Square Enix did Square Enix stuff and went, what if we delayed another four to six years? Yeah. Um, I mean, that tech demo we saw on PS3, was probably you know what we were supposed to get as yeah. a launch title for PS5 back during the like the year of dreams or whatever it was for PlayStation, <laughs> like first PS5 title this, and then it just never happened. But yeah, because Square Enix loved to del- to delay their games. Yep, Square gonna Square. Now and, uh, I, their I new Fantasian game is that what it's called? I'm sorry, Fantasian is that what it's called from Square? It's their new project. One of their new projects. I couldn't tell you. It's a new RPG they have that's coming, a new JRPG. It looks pretty cool. You guys check it out. It's I've seen like a couple of things on it, but never like in a direct or like a real video premiere. It's just like videos I caught online. But it's a JRPG from Square where number one, it reminds me of old school Final Fantasy VII because they're pre-designed sets in the background where all the characters run across, but they're actually hand-built dioramas of little like towns and and environments and stuff that they get close-ups with cameras on and spin around so all those pre-rendered uh backgrounds are actually photos of something that exists 3d photos of something that exists but uh the jrpg battle system when you come across a random encounter with a monster or anything in the wild you can either fight it or you can bank that fight and later on, uh, you can just keep banking them up to like 30 or something like that, 30 encounters, and then unleash them and fight them all at once. Like, yeah. 
shit is dope. Like, <laughs> you, like to get through areas faster and just have like one big push at the end. It, it'd be great all. for grinding. Yeah. <laughs> just just like, run around, collect fights, and then go, all right, now we fight them all at once. <laughs> exactly. No I mean, more yeah, those screens. Just like, we get them all together. And just Especially go if they have like up. items or skills or something that like multiply your experience or so, something like that. The combat system, like you, you should, you could pull it up and check it out because the game looks really cool. But the combat system has like its basic turn base with a timeline at the bottom for progression and turn. But it's turn based. But when you select your moves, some of them go in like straight rows, some of them go like shotgun approach and spread. And then there's, well, there's certain moves that actually curve, like that weird movie with James McAvoy and the bullet. Where it like whoop, it'll spin, um, so yeah, you can you can like curve it around to hit like the back row of enemies or like the ones only on the left side. It's pretty cool. How the fuck were you spell that? You guys got really bright all of a sudden. <laughs> uh, is it with a ph or it's a f? How do you spell it? Fantasian. Said Fantasian. Yeah. I think that's what it is. Fantasia with an N at the end. I could be wrong. Yeah, it's Fantasian. Probably not. By one of the Final Fantasy uh, designers. What am I missing up? I think you need an A there. There we go. I've looked over it a couple of times because I, I got it mixed up with the new the new Octopath Traveler Studio uh, project they're working on. Whatever mm-hmm. that's whatever The called. triangle. Yeah, Project Triangle or whatever. Yeah. Project Triangle. Yeah. It's very math-oriented. Also, that's probably going to be just straight up the name of the game because, the like, Octopath project, Traveler it was its working title, and they're just like, fuck it, we're just going to keep that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, that's, that's what I fully expect. Uh. It's funny how, like, sometimes when that happens, I prefer the project to be part of the name. Like, I think it sounded cooler. Back when Spark was coming up to be a thing, Project Spark, I'm like, that sounds pretty awesome. And uh, the PS5 game, uh, Project Athea from Square. I'm like, Athea sounds cool, but Project Athea sounds pretty awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, But I guess since, you know, we're live and we can just do this little thing over here what are you doing <laughs> watching the what you were talking about oh yeah look at that <laughs> <laughs> except it's all weird because you know our name tags are there but i yeah, can easily so, take so this is a really cool thing to me because like one of my favorite parts or one of my favorite things about final fantasy 7 something that's still engraved in my brain is how those maps were set up when we were when, when you're playing through all those pre-rendered worlds, the fact right. that these are like small dioramas that actually exist where they built this to see about navigation and everything. I think that's the coolest thing. The, yeah, the, the backgrounds look really cool. My problem with it is that it becomes mixed media and I hate mixed media. That's right. I forgot. Grumpy man. <laughs> <laughs> For me, it really depends. Cause sometimes I really like mixed media. Like, I fucking love Gumball, and that whole uh-huh. show is just nothing but mixed media. It's it's really well done mixed media. 
some Tim Burton things. Uh, the Dimension box trolls. I guess this is like what that. you were talking about. Yeah, like you line them up and that's interesting. That's weird. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I like the battle system. It's kind of interesting. Ooh. Yeah. It's see still- how it curves. Yeah, like the attack curve. Yeah. See, I thought this shit looked pretty cool. I got to be honest. I hated the word dimension when I saw it the first time. And then the second time, I'm like, all right, I see what you did there. But dimension dungeon. Yeah, dimension dungeon. Yeah, some of the bosses and stuff look cool. Uh, the, The battle system looks interesting. And uh, I kind of want to see more of it because there's not a lot of information out there right now. Yeah, it, it seems like it could be interesting. My only, um, God damn it, uh, problem, I guess, is <sighs> I am, I don't know. It's so weird. Like, I really liked and like grew up with you know, RPGs and stuff like that, but I've kind of grown past it. Like with, um, like Bravely Default and Bravely Default 2 and Octopath Traveler and the new triangle strategy thing. They all like seem like they'd be really fucking fun to play when I was like 10. And not now. (laughs) Like, I I don't know why. Like, ah, and it sucks to just like throw that away like that. But I just something about it makes me not. I don't know. No, yeah, it it's so weird. Like to just throw away those games just because like the way that it feels and looks doesn't appeal to me as much. Even though I still really like those kinds of games. I think I'm I'm a huge. I'm a huge uh, memory gamer. You know what I mean? Like I like things that make me uh, that make me reminisce about the old days. That's why I un- until I die, I'm gonna ask for a Chrono Trigger remake. <laughs> I don't care what console it is or what era it is, how old I am. I want a remake on something. Or yeah, I would love a remake, but I'd want it to not look like old Chrono Trigger. <laughs> no, I wouldn't, yeah, like I, I mean. I'm going to back up a second. I'm I'm never going to not want the original Chrono Trigger on a future console, even current gen. I'm going to say that forever too. Uh, but yeah, I do want a remake. I just, I treasure that original game so much that I wish it was just, I, I wish it got around like Final Fantasy VII got around. You know what I mean? Because FF7 is on everything. <laughs> but uh, yeah, like it sucks because like even those games that I've played like that, like Chrono Trigger, Final Fantasy VI, any of the, uh, Oh my god. JRPGs, classic Dragon Quest. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Dragon Quest games. I like played the hell out of those games. I don't even have like the phone versions of them. And granted, I'm not the biggest phone fan. I it's hard for me to play games on my phone, anyways. But I have like all three of those games on my phone, and I just start I'll start playing them and then I'll be like, I just I don't think I can do it. I, I can't. I don't. I, I don't know why it just I fucking I'm over it. Yeah. I guess I, I can't do mobile gaming, and I've 
I've also bought Final Fantasy VI, Chrono Trigger, a lot of those, a lot of those classic games on my phone, thinking, "Hey, I'm going to play through these," but it never feels good. Now, when I had the uh, Sony Ericsson Xperia Play phone, that was the best. It was like a full-on fucking PlayStation controller. But <laughs> like, well, like my problem isn't necessarily like the phone game pro- problem does happen, but like mm-hmm. a part of it also is I like look at it. I'm like. I don't want to look at this this old ass game anymore. Yeah. Like it's one of the main reasons. Like you know, I know we were at first we were talking about what we want to talk about. We we're thinking about the Pokemon Direct and stuff like that, and it's the reason why this whole thing's named what it was. I you know didn't change it after we started going. Yeah, people lie on Twitch all the time. Um, so. Yeah, but like that is one of the key features of why I'm like disappointed in the remakes for Diamond mm-hmm. is because. You know, like I wanted an Oris. I wanted it to look more like Oris, like or even I would have taken Let's Go, like I would have taken that. But it looks, and and if it's exactly like the first game, then that doesn't really feel like a remake to me. That feels like it's a remaster, and just higher definition quality. It's not a remake. When you remake something, you literally remake it. And my, like, whenever you remake a game, it's like a reboot. You're changing it, even if it's just something about it. You're changing or adding on. And a remaster is just taking something that already exists, and you're not doing anything but making it look better. You're quite literally remastering. Remastering it. the game, which what is what the Diamond and Pearl remakes look like, because from that little direct he's you know they're like it's true to the original game i'm like i just fucking i'll play the original game if i want you're doing nothing yeah to the game you're like you're adding nothing but making it look 3d chibi it's still 2d but 3d it's still 2.5 it's 2.5 d it's not 3d stop calling it 3d it's not and like i've seen arguments on twitch or twitter like Oh, this is just like, you know, people that didn't like the way that Legend of Zelda, the, uh, the, um, Link's Awakening, not Link's Awakening. Link to the Past. Link, no, was it a Link Awakening? Was that the Link's Awakening? Or Link's Link Awakening the was the little chibi 3D Yeah, play. like that one, yeah, the, like they, they compared to that one, but at least that one had like style. Mm-hmm. Like to me, it actually looked good. Yeah. And like. Obviously, they changed it because the original game doesn't really look like that. That looks like more like toys and like, you know, it looks very stylized. But the the Diamond and Pearl, re- the Gen 4 remakes just look like someone was like, hey, can I copy your homework? <laughs> but just, you know, just yep. change it some because it doesn't look as good stylized as at least Link to the Past uh, did. And I know Eric doesn't like the Link to the Past. Um I just don't like that art style in general, in general or that camera angle in general. But like, yeah, it's not like, cause some people were expecting sword and shield, but diamond and pearl, which would have been cool, even though some people don't like sword and shield, but like, I still would have liked that design. I like the way that things look in that game. Like I like the, you know, the, the trainers and I like their stylizations yeah. and stuff like that. And I would have been fine with that kind of 3d model but I just don't like what they went with. And like, it's sad that like game freaks, not even making it. And they like, didn't even care enough 
for the Gen 4 remakes to do it themselves. They're like, we'll give it to people. We'll give it to the people that have never made a video game in their life. <laughs> we'll give it to the people that made Pokemon Home. <laughs> That'll do it. Yeah. So, Hell yeah. What would like, you It think just if- feels like, for me, for someone who loves Gen 4, Gen 2 and Gen 4 are my favorite generations. And Gen 4 just makes my Gen love 2 harder because that's when the Soul Silver and Heart Gold remakes came out and, you know, added to the game and changed the way that some of the things worked. Um, it still kind of looked like that style, but, you know, it was still the fucking, it was a 3DS or not. It wasn't a 3DS yet. It was still the DS. So they were still working with limited graphics and whatever. It wasn't until the 3DS that they changed their style. Um, but you know, it looked better than Gen 2. They added stuff. They, you know, changed the core, like, mechanics some um they obviously updated to where it was currently with how the mechanics work they like ingrained the like crystal storyline in with the regular soul silver storyline and stuff like that um but if you're just making the gen 4 games again in 2.5 3d with a cartoony more cartoony look you're not remaking the game. You're just fucking giving it a new facelift. <laughs> it's the same fucking game. Like, yeah. Well, what's really funny for what me the is fuck? I'm I'm in a unique position because with the old games, the last ones I played were Ruby and Sapphire. I never played Diamond and Pearl, and I never played any of the ones after that until uh, the remakes for Ruby and Silver. Well, no, I uh, uh, the Hawaiian knockoff. Whatever those moon. called. Sun, Sun and moon. moon. There we go. Yeah. Um, I, I started again on Sun and Moon, I believe. Those came after. They did? Okay. Uh, Oris. So yeah, I picked they... it back up on uh, on Ruby and Sapphire. And uh turns out this time again, I'm going to make it to Ruby and Sapphire and I'm not going to play Platinum. Or I'm not going to play Pearl. It's not going to be Platinum. It's going to be fucking... <laughs> so, yeah. how, would you, like... how would you feel if remakes from the Switch hardware forward were just in like the Let's Go style? I would have like I would have accepted that. Yeah. Yeah. Because like that's what Oris would have looked like, except better. Yeah. Yeah. Like it has the same Oris feel to it, but not like exactly like Let's Go, but have that same appeal as Let's Go. I would have mm-hmm. been happier with, with that because at least, you know, it's not chibi. They're all still like 3D, but it's like a little t- it's less um sword and shield. And a little bit more to their roots, but not exactly, you know, tiny little sprites, yeah. but 3D now. Yeah, for, for me, the on cool- the remake path, though, like as far as changing the control scheme and the UI and everything like they did with Let's Go. So if the fundamental play through, if the fundamental playability of Pokemon Yellow, it got changed for Let's Go, right? So how would you feel about that kind of remake for? Well, I don't consider Let's Go a remake as more so a whole new game. Me too. <laughs> because, yes, it is the first generation, but it's not the same. Uh, Isn't it? It's a like, completely different game that happens to be taking place in Generation 1 because you're not playing as red and blue. They're in the game Yeah, and green. Red, blue, and green are in the game that you can go fight. So it's not or it's a completely new game. You have a brand new rival 
Like it's that's its own. So, story. all right, so that, that's a good point. But like, I would have been happy if they made a let's go, uh, Johto. Like I've talked about it. I'm like, I'd be fine with a let's go Johto. Like, because I at first I was like, I don't know about let's go. Um, and then I played it and I was like, well, this is actually kind of fun. I like catching the Pokemon and not necessarily having to battle them. Yeah. Um, uh, like, so like if they were to eventually make a Johto or let's go Johto, let's go Hoenn, let's go Sinnoh, I would actually be yeah. kind of all I'd right with it. Um, but like, if that's what they changed it to, I would be okay. As long as it still was a bit different, like it, it was platinum. Mm-hmm. And not, you know, pearl and diamond or whatever they wanted to do with it. Um, because for me, the best the best thing about a remake is getting to getting to go back to a game that I have nostalgia for, but getting treated to something new with that nostalgia. Final Fantasy VII like, remake. Like I really did like Generation Three. I don't knock it. It's a really great generation, and I remember me liking it a lot when I played it. And then Generation Four came. And I'm like, okay, never mind. <laughs> generation Three can go get fucked. <laughs> I really, I can't remember. Uh, not any in, of the, the not in a bad way. Just because then Generation Four, Pearl, Diamond, and Platinum, and Heart Gold and Soul Silver came out. So I was like, yeah, this generation is the best generation of Pokemon, just because I got my favorite generation remake and it was fucking awesome, and I also got you know Platinum, which is a fucking fantastic game. <laughs> um. But, but it's, they're just fucking make it. And they're, they're going to, if they're $60, that's just stupid. Um, like I would pay $60 for something that's like Aorus or Let's Go because they took more time. Obviously those 3D animations and graphics would take more time and whatever, but just making little chibi fucking 2.5D and not even Game Freak making it just like Eric got Oris. I get shining diamond and brilliant pearl or brilliant diamond and shining pearl. That's, that's what I get. It felt like game freak spitting (laughs) on generation four and anyone that liked it, just like, no, fuck you. You don't, you don't get cool remakes like Oris. And then don't don't get me wrong. I'm sad that I'm not going to play the game where I finally get Piplup in a 3d model. Because, but <laughs> like, cause, cause like that's uh, like, I always would try to get him to play it too. And he tried like on my, my DS, I'd like give him I'm like, here, play it. It's fun as shit. You love Piplup. Well, fucking go to town. I got 30 minutes into the game and went, I'm probably never going to touch this again. And I, I have a feeling like that might happen to other people that want to play these games for the first time. And be like, this feels like an old ass. This feels like, like I'm playing this on the, the DS, but it just looks a little better. And that's a turnoff for some people. That's why they don't play some of the older generations they've skipped, but they play some of the newer ones because they look newer and nicer. Right. And like it, it yes, it does myth me some that, you know, Eric got the people that love generation three got Oris, a really great remake of that generation that added content, had a cool post story that, you know, it wasn't just necessarily Ruby and Sapphire. It was Ruby and Sapphire, but they added the Emerald part of the game into it. Um, And they added, like, all the extra stuff that you could get through, like, the events and stuff like that, um, with, like, the Latios and Latias and their little 
their little whistle thing, but you just got them in the game. Then they added all the cool, like little warp holes that you go fly around with afterwards. And then, you know, added the whole going to get Rayquaza and then Deoxys and having that big battle at the end. Uh, Accidentally catching Deoxys with a great ball. <laughs> and they, they added all that to the game and it was awesome. Like they really did, like it made it feel like they did justice to generation three. And that's, that's the same way I felt with generation two with heart gold and soul silver. They added a bunch of stuff to it that wasn't in the original games. Um, but for diamond and pearl, they're going and just making the same game. They already had well, game freak is not even making the same game. They already had another team is making the same game that has already been made. That just has a new art style. And that's the most upsetting because if I wanted to play Generation 4, I have a 3DS over there with the cartridge already in in it. I can just fucking play it if I want to. Yeah. <laughs> and, don't, don't. I, and I have before. I went, I really want to play Gen 4 again. I'm going to start it up and read. And I have, along with you know black and white. I've done that before. I don't want to do that. I want to play something new and different. <laughs> Yeah, I, don't don't get me wrong. I when the game actually comes out and I see like gameplay of it, I might be like, you know what, that could be fun. Let me let me go buy that and try it out. But that camera angle is going to be the biggest hindrance on me because the thing I like most about 3D games is being able to look on the horizon and see something interesting to go towards. With a 2.5D top-down camera, you have I have no reason to walk forward. So what, you didn't play Stardew Valley? No. <laughs> We're gonna need to have a talk. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I mean, I get that though. Like, I'll, it it doesn't click for a lot of people. Back in the day, you know, that was the style, but doesn't click for a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. Back back in the day, that was yeah. Like, when that's all I had, I was yeah. fine with it. Yeah, yeah. When that was all I had. That was fine, and like I understood like why Pokemon didn't have a behind the shoulder camera angle as opposed to like some of the like first person shooters that were out at the time i totally understood that nowadays i don't understand that it's not worth having i don't know man i still like it in some <laughs> games in some games not a lot like not all of them but i like that top down view style the only fact, top down camera angle i am okay with is checkers chess backgammon any of those 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 are great for top down camera angles i totally understand why it's top down for those Poker. Poker is a good top-down camera <laughs> angle game. Okay. I was going to say, like, are you going to argue like first-person Red is, Dead Redemption? I can, do, I can do the, do the top-down on RTS. It makes yep. sense why it's top-down on RTS because I need to be able to see, see the board. Because it's like chess. Yeah, it's yeah, exactly like chess. I need to be able to see the board and see where the pieces on the board are going. I think you're nitpicking now because <laughs> 3D RTS, you should just be able to, you know, use a scout and wait. Like Fire Emblem did that, and the problem with that is it gets really confusing where you actually are on the board, mm -hmm. and considering at its heart, it's a chess game, I need yep. to see where I am on the board. Yeah, I really like that added feature, but yeah, it did fuck with me sometimes. I'm like, I want to use this neat like little feature where I'm like actually on like a normal battlefield, and I'm like, it looks weird like this. I'm going to have to go back to <laughs> yep. being up. But, but you know, on, a, on an adventure RPG, I don't need to know where I am on a fucking game board. I just need to know, hey, there's a trainer over there. Let me go fight him. Like, like I would, like, I know this is a, a tangent, but, like, the three houses, system, like, 
that like new camera angle thing that they tried to do like i think it would work really well if they like made it better and yep. like made it like more of the camera from like a dynasty warriors type game and that i, I probably would play it in that mode the whole time I where like that. i would actually like a more like i don't know dynasty warriors-esque infusion into regular like and not like the one what we got like i want all of the hardcore tactic stuff but i want you to let me take care of the battle if i want to like you know go in and like if i want to play the hero for that like onslaught that i did mm-hmm. i play as the hero and i get to run up and use my attacks and stuff like that and it still could you know have the calculations of what my damage actually can do with my swing of the sword and you know what the enemy can do to me and if i'm a matchup and whatever kind of like what they did with the dynasty warriors but like less dynasty warriors yeah. but just a little more control would be kind of neat but it doesn't have to happen because regular fire emblem works just fine yeah I, I would even be okay with you have the top down thing and you and you do your orders for your for your officers and everything but instead of like ordering them to move and then they move and then ordering them to attack and then you get the attack animation just have complex orders where you order them to move and attack and then the camera angle goes down into the battlefield and you actually see them approaching and attacking all in one cutscene more or less yeah that would be kind of cool like a, a more seamless yeah like yeah. More, oh yeah, all more my people move battle. now they attack but yeah, yeah. just kind of go through yeah. it you make the this you make your route and all the moves that you want to and then the camera takes over and lets yeah. you do that but granted some fire emblem players are well, more don't turn any cinematics I mean, on it I, all either just I like just get through this fucking battle i'm <laughs> yeah i uh I, I can't argue with them because about halfway through my fire emblem uh gameplay i turned off literally every animation there it was if if it wasn't me giving an order and something happening there was no animations unless i got a new unit and then then i i I would i would look at the the animations for that new unit until i got sick of seeing them and then i would turn them off (laughs) i don't think i've ever turned off animations in a game uh honestly never really thought to do it that's got to speed things up a whole lot like make a yeah, mm. that, that's Probably honestly choppier, why I did because because like I still like seeing the animations a lot, but yeah. after you know like twenty hours of playtime, I don't want to hear that same voice line <laughs> over and over again. So I just turn off all the animations. Good point. Speaking of animations, boy howdy, those animations are terrible. <laughs> I'm talking about the the, the Diamond and Pearl remakes, <laughs> and also Arceus. They look kind of janky, but you know it is. Yeah, like I don't now. know, the video was just choppy or what? Ooh, yeah, it was I, real well, choppy. I mean, it was a Nintendo live stream, and, and they've always for- had, and they've always had terrible video latency. So I'm like, man, this is like Game a Freak 12 and FPS Nintendo, game. not the greatest combination. But Arceus does look like it could be neat. I'm not going to lie. Um, I like that it's basically so far, like what we can tell is it's more open world and like, you know, you actually, it's it's got that like, let's go kind of mechanic where you can actually just catch the Pokemon out in the wild. And that's kind of It's neat. Breath of the Wild. Yeah, it's Breath of the Wild Pokemon, which is what <laughs> everyone really wanted out of Sword and Shield. Yeah which I hope if this is more like Breath of the Wild, but with Pokemon, like, at least doesn't feel as empty as it looked. Because, yeah. like, Breath of the Wild, yes, kind of was empty sometimes, but, like, 
it was more about what you saw on the horizon. You're like, oh man, there's not a lot of stuff around here, but goddamn, does everything look beautiful? Yeah. And I want to go over there. Like, there's a mountain what, over there. I know there's something. On whatever top of I mountain. saw over there, I want to go. But like, what they showed off in in uh, Legends doesn't give that same like appeal because it looked so janky. Like when they did, when they even copied the Breath of the Wild camera, like pan with uh you know the trainer sitting there and they did the same thing that they did for breath of the wild <laughs> i was like i don't get that same like like in my mind i'm like this is this is a great this is could be great but in my mind i wasn't like i don't get the same weird ghibli feelings <laughs> and awesome like that i felt while watching the first like breath of the wild stuff where i'm like Oh my God! Hell yeah! Yes, I don't know. I, I don't know if anything's ever gonna hit that way again. <laughs> when he came out of the cave and got on that ledge, like, oh shit! <laughs> full open world. It's it was awesome. Like, but like I said, they're still like a year out. And excuse me. Granted, Game Freak's never been the greatest about having that little game footage not final and that not actually just being the game footage that you actually get. Sword and Shield. Uh, I, I, those games are fun, but they still not the greatest. But hey, whatever, you know, game freaks, game freak, and they've never done anything like that. Um, kids going to bed. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> he was like, not gonna lose. But uh, but I hope something changes some. But that's just me. Still, I mean. I'm not completely cynical to Game Freak yet. I still will criticize them just because I want better out of a company that I've been playing games with them for literally 25 years. So <laughs> yep. since I was a, a fucking toddler, I've been playing their games. I guess five years old is more like a, we were like six. So a kindergartner, I've been playing their games. And to have something like that, you you still want the best out of that company. You want them to, I don't know, improve and get better and give you grander things, even like if they don't give it to you. Like that's a, a, at least for me, a part of me as like a consumer still wants, you know, not necessarily like they have to be nostalgic. No, I want them to get better and make bigger and stronger and stuff like that. I don't want necessarily the same thing. I want them to grow and make bigger and better things. But, you know, so I gotta ask this now. <laughs> I gotta ask this now. Do you remember when you got your first Pokemon game? When? Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure it was my birthday. Well, which one was it? I got both blue and red. Did you? Yeah, I bought one for myself, and uh, I got red, and I bought blue. I think uh, like literally like that day I was like, all right, I got money for my birthday. I'm let's go buy this game. <laughs> you got me one. I have to have both. I'm sorry. <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, uh, if I'm not mistaken, it was Easter of 98. My brother and I both got Pokemon colors and because it was Easter, very pastel shades and Wes got Pokemon red and I got Pokemon blue. And uh, I remember going into it. Like I didn't want to have a turtle. Like I thought I had to go with the, the, he had to the, go with the, the cover Pokemon. Um, I got to the select and I went with uh with Bulbasaur, and it was the best decision I ever made. <laughs> yeah, like I'm not so sure about that. Yeah, but. since the beginning, I've been 
an avid buy both games and play both of them. Like even as a fucking like six, seven year old, I was like, nope, I gotta have both and play them both at the same. <laughs> like I got some. At I just, the just same something time. about do what at the same time. That's the thing that blows me away is that you play them both at the same time. Yeah, so, I'll plan one and then switch to the other. <laughs> yeah, when I was playing Shield, like I'm playing through it, and I would see like Josh is online playing Pokemon Sword. And then an hour and a half later, Josh is online playing Pokemon Shield. Like, <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> like, I got to a point in Pokemon Sword, and then I'm like, all right, got to catch up in Shield. <laughs> Just doing I've been the doing that since I, a chi- since I was a child, man. <laughs> I don't, Pokemon hit me, and I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <All> okay. <of> it. <laughs> it's got all like, of it. Like, I like the animal, the, the, the monster collecting aspect. I like that in games. It's an RPG, which I liked at the time. Like, I love turn-based games like that um, because that's, like, really all that, you know, really there was either platformers or turn-based, like, RPGs. That's all you really had. Um, There are at least other games like, you know, Bullet Hells and stuff like that. But at the time, those are the only two things that I played because of those only things that I saw other people around me playing, like my older cousins or whatever, like family, adult family members. You know, they were playing those types of games um and so that's what i played and pokemon just like hit everything i'm like this is mine like no one else really likes this because my cousins are a bit older than i was so this hit me this is an rpg that i get to play by my like you know they didn't start i liked it first and it's got cool creatures that look cute and stuff like that and you know anime came out after the after a while and uh, the anim- the american anime came out and i was like oh yeah this is so fucking cool like Eric and I became friends because of Pokemon. <laughs> um, I mean, that's what this it, show is really about. It's true. Friendship. He was wearing a Charizard shirt, and I was like, "Cool shirt!" And <laughs> the first day of uh, sixth grade. Yeah, I think it was sixth grade. Yeah, sixth first day of sixth grade um, is when he moved into the neighborhood, uh, the the old neighborhood we lived in together. So that was the first time we'd ever met. Um, because that was his first time there and I was at the bus stop and he was wearing a Pokemon yeah. shirt and I was just like, yeah, I'd actually, I'd, <laughs> I'd actually moved into the, moved into the neighborhood. Like that summer, uh, or whatever. that summer, it wasn't quite, I don't think it was quite that summer. It may have been like a year ish because I was still going to my elementary school, even mm. though, even though we, we were yeah, out yeah, of the, okay, we yeah. were out of the system, but I was still going to the same elementary school. Um, and then when sixth grade happened, I, you know, went to the middle school. The middle school we sense. had to. Yeah. The middle school where I'd actually have a bus stop in the neighborhood, and that's when we, when we met. I walked to the bus stop in my Charizard shirt. <laughs> you would have went to the same middle school even if uh, you lived where True, you were. True. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's just like the only that was yes, the, the only, only middle one. school really in that area yeah. at the time. Um, but yeah, like he was at the bus stop wearing a Charizard shirt, and I was just like, "Cool shirt, man!" And then like, <laughs> yeah, thanks. here we Pokemon's are. Great. <laughs> <laughs> it lasted for so long. <laughs> it did last for a little. I'm still waiting on that Charizard shirt to come back out again, but I don't think well, I'll ever see it. <laughs> it wouldn't fit if I did have it anymore. And I don't, I could find one like it anymore. You're not the same size you were in sixth grade. Eric? No, not quite. I've, I've gotten a little bigger, <laughs> a little bigger, even if it's just, you know, taller than it was in sixth grade, it would be a belly shirt at the, at this point <laughs> to be wearing a crop top. Yeah. It'd be a crop top. <laughs> it's my Charizard crop top. But I mean, it was there a cool go. shirt. It was, it was basically like the classic Pokemon shirt. It had the Pokemon anime logo, and then it had Charizard doing like flamethrower on it. It was a fucking dope ass shirt. 
but yeah like like so like i'm not gonna lie at the beginning of that pokemon direct when they were showing pokemon throughout the years i'm not gonna lie that hit me in my goddamn feels real hard <laughs> i was just like man you're right pokemon's <laughs> been there forever <laughs> <laughs> and like i don't even care that you know i'm a fucking full-grown adult and i'm just like yeah fuck yeah pokemon yes what do you like what? like it's for me <laughs> but yeah like that's why i've got feelings about pokemon is because i've been playing them since they came out in america and like i said i've been an advocate i've got to play both games at the same time because i'm a masochist but, so that's there's really so good, many though. Pokemon you can catch. There's so many teams you can have. So you're a nostalgia addict that wants the thing you care about from your childhood to grow and evolve and get better. Yeah. Yeah. See, most people just want the same thing again. But I don't so. want that. I want, since that's I'm older, thing. and not that it, not that it has to be mature or anything like that, because there are more mature Pokemons that aren't like, you know, mature, mature, but like have a neater story. Like Diamond and Pearl is one that has a more adult story black and white has a more adult story um but yeah like i don't need them to grow up with me like you know i'm not someone who's in the same vein as star wars star wars was for children is always going to be for children that's why there's going to be cute things and weird creatures and stuff in there to make kids go oh my god that's so cute and stuff like that and that's why there's weird jokes and silly you know relatively easy plot lines to follow yeah like that doesn't bug me, but like the Mandalorian is awesome because that's the Star Wars show that is Star Wars growing and evolving is yep. what I want. I don't want the same Star Wars that I've always seen. Mm-hmm. That's why I love the Clone Wars. That's why I liked Rebels. That's why I like the Mandalorian. Those two shows are cool because you get to watch them grow up. Like True. you get you also get to, you know, see them you know, grow up as the show continues on different years. All right. So you said what I said, but in more words. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you get to see the sh- that show yeah. grow from what is essentially a child show to more mature content because that the, the viewer party is growing too. Like it goes from like, you know, kid to like young adult kind of novelist yeah. at the end where they're a little more teen drama stuff. But at the, at the beginning it was like, Oh, we're like fucking, a little kitty show almost but <laughs> a lot of people did not like ahsoka because she was a, a an arrogant little child but well she was anakin's padawan <laughs> so um but Don't honestly focus. if you stopped watching clone wars because of ahsoka you missed out on a fucking fantastic if you, series if you stopped watching clone wars because of ahsoka you stopped watching clone wars for the wrong reason <laughs> that is true you probably weren't a star wars fan to be honest <laughs> Uh, but you know there are Star Wars fans like Star Wars got to be the same as the original trilogy. No, the original trilogy was janky. It was a janky, horrible mess. It was a fun ass adventure, but it was a janky, horrible mess. I think we should move on, guys. (laughs) (laughs) We're talking about nostalgia, man. Just you know, hammering uh, on that point. Like I like things from the things that I've grown up with. I don't need them to change and be more mature because now that I'm older, I just need them to like innovate and add and evolve along with yeah. the time. Yeah. Game Freak's been a company for 25 years, if not a little bit. I don't know when they were founded, but at least Pokemon came out 25 years ago. They've been a game company for that long. 
and they're only just now starting to like innovate really change things up you know and like that's why like i never really like call of duty never stuck with me because it never really felt like they innovated after four like one through four and then they stopped innovating <laughs> it was just really this like modern warfare was like the last one that i actually like truly really enjoyed and everything after that i'm like this is just fucking more call of duty just skinned differently guys i'm sorry i have to pee really really bad I've been fighting it for a while now. See, so, Justin, and this is why I peed before we started. Do not do what I do to my children. I swear to God. <laughs> should have peed before we left. Exactly. Okay. We should have peed before we left. Yeah, it's it's actually kind of funny because I'm sort of, uh, just because he's not here. Yeah, we, we don't have, we can uh, just but, ignore uh, the empty space. Yeah, we're we're going to we'll just ignore the big blue, the big blue square. But uh, I'm sort of on the opposite spectrum of you where like I grew up with Pokemon and I love Pokemon. Obviously, as I mentioned, there's that glaring point where I just kind of fell off of it. Not because of lack of interest, just because I didn't know how I was going to get the money to buy them. You're like, I don't, I have <laughs> I to have buy to, not only do I have to buy the games, I have to buy the new console the games are on and no, thank you. <laughs> uh, I'm poor. <laughs> um, but, uh, uh, I always have this like weird thing about them where I want them to grow and evolve and whatnot, but I also hit this point where I hit these two points where I'm like, I'm 30 goddamn years old. I'm well outside of their (laughs) market, their target audience. And there's a good chance. I don't know what kids actually want out of a game these days. So I kind of always feel weird complaining about like the thing I don't like about this game clearly made for eight year olds. Cause I definitely do not know what an eight-year-old wants these days. So for all I know, it could be the best game ever made. Um, and then the other thing is, like you mentioned, Game Freak just now started in- innovating. So I-, I tend to give them this huge amount of slack going, they just started changing up the formula. I don't expect these first few generations to really all- be all that s- star-studded or surprising. I kind of expect them to be a little janky. Um, so I always just tend to tend to be like oh well i think i'll pass judgment for now i mean that's i mean i get that like especially for like sword and shield like Hi, everybody it's still <laughs> like sword and shield is a double-edged sword <laughs> for me because i enjoy them but also i'm like come come you could have done a little better but you know because like i said i want them to do better yeah but this is their first time really doing full 3d but i'm like y'all could have not you know just straight up used the same assets y'all have been using since your first 3d game um again <laughs> uh but just add a new skin over them which is a hundred percent what they did you can clearly see it uh but like at least with legends it looks like they're trying to change it up because at least for the battle system, the Pokemon are actually like going up and attacking each other and they look like they have a little more dynamic movement. Some of the wild Pokemon still look like they were static, like, you know, catch us. We're not moving at all because <laughs> this is what an animal would do. <laughs> um, like even if they just had like a little bit of runaway, like animation, like you startled them and they fucking just took off, but they're just like, like when he catches the little, um, the little shinks, the one next to it doesn't react to it being caught right behind him. <laughs> it should have ran off because yeah. 
something happened behind it, but you know, it's still in development early. It can change hopefully. Um, but like something for like the remakes is where I'm like, for you were talking about, like, you don't know what kids want. The remakes aren't for kids. Like they're not for kids. Why would you remake a game? I beg to differ because if I was eight years old and you handed me a DS and said, here's Pokemon Pearl and uh, Diamond. Diamond, and uh, you told me it was the best game you've ever played, I'd question your knowledge of video games. I would not play those. If I was a kid today, I would not play the original Diamond. Well, I'm well that's what I'm saying. Old, the remakes <laughs> aren't for because it's the same fucking game. If someone handed me like as a kid handed me that same game like here it is like it looks old yeah but if you handed me brilliant diamond or shining pearl i'd probably go hell yeah that's probably going to be real fun but me as a 30 year old who knows what diamond and pearl was i haven't played it but i know about the game um i will not play that mostly because of the camera angle (laughs) but like for like obviously remakes or are for nostalgia to get older players to play the new shiny again. that is true but it's still a pokemon game marketed to eight-year-olds but sword and shield is an eight game marketed for children and looks 10 times better than i i'm i'm not i'm i've already said i'm not gonna play it because of the art style and the, and the camera angle kids so. want fortnite it should look like fortnite I will burn down Game Freak's offices if it looks like Fortnite. <laughs> I don't know. They did kind of make Chun-Li thick as fuck, though. So. Uh, they still made her look like a Saturday morning cartoon <laughs> character from Nickelodeon. Yep. Man, I just started... I could not help but think, what if Epic made Pokemon? <laughs> <laughs> which, It'd be the which, biggest money grab in all of existence. Which form of Pokemon... Or which form of Epic... The Gears we, of War and the Unreal one cur- Tournament? The one we currently have. Or Fortnite Epic. <laughs> the good Epic or the bad Epic? Isle Epic. <laughs> Remember Unreal Tournament? Huh? Remember when Epic used to be good? <laughs> they made good games? Dude, Un- Unreal uh, Unreal Tournament and... Uh, Unreal Tournament, I play that shit all the time. Uh, Gears, I played a lot, but... I'm thinking of no, I'm thinking of Quake. I played Quake 3 Arena an unbelievable amount, but that wasn't epic. So I got it mixed up. That's it. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that, that was it. it. <laughs> Quake is it. <clears throat> I played both. Yeah, Quake. Play, I played Quake much more than I did yeah. Unreal Tournament, but I remember having a trackball, like uh playing Quake 3 Arena with a trackball and thinking that was great. And I saw people go back to mouses. I'm like, you can't game with a mouse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i also i remember playing unreal tournament and game frogs and we'd yep. I'd get on one of their compute like go to their you know computer section and play some unreal tournament with other people i'm like hell yeah that's the shit <laughs> played halo and everything on those uh those little land systems they had set up on the side tables in there mm-hmm. man being a kid was hard in our day <laughs> <laughs> we had to go somewhere. Yeah, though. we had to actually go out in public to play with people. <laughs> that fucking sucks. Yeah, we couldn't trade through the internet with Pokemon. Yeah. You had to come over with the link cable. Yeah. If you didn't have the link cable, well, you're fucked, kid. Yeah. And then you always had somebody that had like a janky port on their D or on their JBA. Uh, <laughs> They're like, I can't connect it. And then all the kids what have you who- been doing with that port? It's only for a link cable, and you don't have one. I'm the only kid. <laughs> 
and it's like our little, yeah, I'm the only kid in our group, like our class, that has a link cable. Like, what the fuck are you doing with that port, kid? And then those assholes that would stop snorting it. And then those assholes that would game shark the game and be like, oh yeah, I can, I can give you a uh, a ditto that has like max IVs and whatnot. I'm like, what the fuck is an IV? <laughs> Fucking game shark and Cameron <laughs> did that in the old Pokemon games. I had a, game had a Blastoise week. with like Thunder and Lock oh, On, and <laughs> I was I was like 18 years old before I learned what an IV was. So, I mean, those really weren't introduced until later. So <laughs> they were introduced in second generation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, Pokemon nostalgia. nostalgia. Yeah, yeah, Pokemon nostalgia. Yeah. So, anything you guys wanted to talk about extra? Like anything you got your eye on, or anything like that? Uh, Pyramithra and and Smash. Can't wait. You excited? Uh, so the the character I've been waiting for the most from a game I've never played. I've I've got no experience with those characters or the franchise or anything. So I I've got I've got zero experience, but I have secondhand excitement um <laughs> for a certain YouTube personality who is very very familiar with Xenoblade and uh, has been wanting either Rex or Pyra or Mithra or a combination of those three in in Ultimate uh since the game came out. <laughs> Uh, and because of that specific person's excitement, I went, you know what? That sounds fucking awesome. That's one of my top picks now. Yeah, it was funny when we were watching the direct, we were, you know, watching it all in the, you know, together. And, uh, uh, you know, Pyra Mithra got, and like, announced. And Eric's like, hell yeah. And I'm like, you've never even played that game. Why are you so excited? I'm the only one who's played that game in this household. Why are you excited? <laughs> Because I had a very passionate man explain to me how cool it would be. <laughs> it was just funny. I was just like, I'm the only one who's played that game. Why are you excited? Like, I'm like excited because I'm like, yeah, that's cool. I've been wanting to see no blade rep. I'd like, I thought that was just a shoe in like for ultimate, just vanilla ultimate. I'm like, yeah. they're going to add Rex. And then they pulled the bullshit. Like, ah, oh, Rex couldn't get in the game, but here's a costume for him. I'm like, sure, whatever. Um, Eventually, Xenoblade's got to get into the game, right? And then, you know, the first character path pass, Byleth got in. I'm like, how the fuck Xenoblade not get in before fucking three houses? Xenoblade 2 came out before three houses. And now we have a, a Xenoblade 2 rep. But, like, yeah, it's like, hell yeah. I'm like, you never even played that. Why are you excited about it? Because I had someone make me excited about it. Because <laughs> your anime waifu that you've never even met before? Honestly, the reason why I was so excited about it being Pyra Mithra specifically is that it wasn't Rex. Rex. <laughs> I mean, true. I probably would have gotten annoyed at the hearing Rex. Yeah. Whole... I can't remember. Has Sephiroth dropped yet? Yeah. Yeah, he's been he, out for. He's been out for a he while. Has, have, yeah, I think has, he came out in have, January. Yeah. Obviously, I haven't played Smash in a while. He's so he's awkward, but a lot of fun. Also, he... because Sephiroth is Sephiroth is in the game, I'm pretty sure at this point anybody can get in the goddamn game. <laughs> How's except his for Goku, reach? I will. Defend that line until the day I die. Goku will never be in I'll, Smash. I'll be right there on that hill dying with you. 
like I'm all for any video game character getting into the game, but that's the requirement. It has to be a video, video game, game character. character. I hate everybody that like will pop up like, yeah, Goku should be in the game. No, he shouldn't. He's not a go on somewhere. You damn watch another anime. Goku's not the only thing out there. Fuck. I would also, I also would like it to be a video game character that at least at some point, like seven degrees of separation or whatever. It smelled Nintendo. It smelled Nintendo. <laughs> Which is why I'm okay with Cloud and Sephiroth, because seven degrees of separation, separation, they are Nintendo characters. See, I think that they have to appear on a Nintendo console. We've been, we, we went down this well, road. We've already broken all those rules. Yeah, we yeah. went down with Cloud before this, right? He never launched on a Nintendo console until much, much later when they put him on Switch. So yeah, when, I, yeah, I was completely it. against that one. As soon as Final Fantasy VII was on Switch, I'm like, okay, it's fair. It's fine. He's accepted now. But for the longest time, I'm like, I don't fucking think he belongs here, even though Final Fantasy VII was one of my favorite games growing up. Yeah. I, at first, I was like that, too. I'm like, what the fuck? Cloud's not even on the Nintendo. Why not pick someone from a Final Fantasy game that is on Nintendo? Because none of those are good. <laughs> like, you know, that was, that's that where Final Fantasy grab. got its start was the Nintendo systems. Why the fuck wouldn't you... Because, put them on because final fantasy didn't get good until it was on the playstation you okay josh <laughs> that, no, i'm fine Mr. Shuway, your response i'm gonna ignore him <laughs> <laughs> the fact that he's wrong i don't put a nice uh, nice banner sure best-selling final josh fantasy game of all time favorite final fantasy wrong. six <laughs> hey I'm, I'm sorry you got fucking edge <laughs> <laughs> What's All right, with a female protagonist. It's real funny. There's no, there's no Magitek soldier or something like that in the game. Eric, is there, is there a Final Fantasy that you have not played? Yeah, there are a lot of Final Fantasies I haven't played. Okay, so have you played, say, six through current? Um, I have tried to play an emulation of six that I could never get to actually work. Yeah, it would always like fuck up on it. Yeah. The, the beginning of the game yeah like i couldn't get past the opening cutscene it would it would just crash on the opening cutscene i could never get it to work right but as with a lot of games that i haven't played but know a lot about i know i know quite a bit about six <laughs> yeah so i have never played six all the way through um i know quite a bit about it um never played it all the way through but seven is fantastic what's your opinion on eight it's weird, but I like it for that. Nine. Pretty much the same, but it's even weirder, but it's all right. <laughs> Ten. Okay, so 10's a whole different conversation. Ten's weird, but in all the right ways. Like it hits just this perfect nerve for me where I'm like, this game is fucking batshit in every single aspect, yep. but I love it. Yep. <laughs> Uh, okay, so 12. I don't think I've ever played or experienced anything about 12. 13. He's going to skip over 11. Yeah, he just skipped right over 11. And 10 too. Well, 10 2 doesn't count. We don't speak about 10 2. <laughs> I don't know. Waifu, waifu I, simulator. Simulator. 2 exists in the same pocket dimension that Devil May Cry 2 exists in, and we just remain, we just leave that door closed. <laughs> yeah, I don't believe, I don't believe in 10 2 or uh, 13 verse 2 or any of that. Uh, or 11 you keep fucking just skipping over 11 I'm just, you know why am i skipping over 11 11 is very forgettable <laughs> why am i skipping over 11 
because you hate 11 because <laughs> it's an mmo man i'm talking about the mainline story single player <laughs> technically it is a main numbered game it's a ma- it's a main num- numbered game yes so that's you gotta fair. count 14 huh you gotta count 14 no i was gonna skip right over 14 you didn't give me a chance to you cut me off <laughs> uh but so anyways uh a 13 I like I like where that trilogy ended up story wise, but I don't think I'd ever actually play them. I uh, I I really liked thirteen up until thirteen started. Yeah, like (laughs) you know, (laughs) no, I know what he means. I know exactly what he means. (laughs) When you hit the open world development cycle and the development hell that it lived in, and then he actually got the real game and went, oh, never mind. Yep. the game was pretty good and then you hit the open world like i don't i don't like this as much anymore like this isn't, <laughs> this isn't a thing that i want now uh but i mean i i dug the gameplay and the story and where it was going and everything uh i'm not gonna say 14 uh 15 15 sort of does the same thing that 10 does i thought it was super weird for a final fantasy game but it did all these little things to just make me go, oh yeah, I remember that from the old games. Oh yeah, I remember it it used to be like this in the old games. And uh, eventually I just hit a point where I was like, this is a real good game. However, (laughs) I don't like that it's 50% open world game, 50% hallway simulator. And I haven't actually finished that game because I accidentally started the hallway simulator and... I wasn't mentally prepared for it, and I refuse to play it now. <laughs> you didn't realize it was gonna like stop. No, I like knew that. it. Was, I knew it was coming, but yeah. I thought I thought it would, I thought it would give me a bit more warning. warning. So when I when I crossed in, and uh, then all of a sudden it's like, hey, by the way, um, you are in the story part of the game. You cannot go back to the open world until you finish the game. I went, all right. Well, I guess it's time to play a new game. Yeah. <laughs> I think I know what you're talking because it's a. Uh, you start that section of the game and they don't actually give you that message until you play through like a small interlude. Yeah, it's pretty much once you beat Leviathan, you're in the story. Right. And I accidentally started that boss fight, and then it's like, by the way, you're in the narrative part of the game. You can't you can't leave this part of the game now. Yep. Yeah, I and remember I went, that now. Well, if I had known that, I wouldn't have just went ahead and fought Leviathan. I would have spent another twenty or so hours grinding. I cleared out all those extras, everything I could do on the map before I started that story beat, I got to it. And then, then I jumped in after a considerable, considerable amount of grinding. Honestly, uh, the only reason, the only reason why I, I kind of had that reaction is I had one more quest to do. And I was like, all right, I I know I'm at the part of the game where I'm going to have to stop doing side quests. So let me get all these, all these side quests I've done. Let me do some of these uh, bounties or monster whatever they were called, the monster hunts or whatever they were called. Let me get as many of those as I can done. And I just accidentally walked into the area that starts the Leviathan fight while I was looking for this one side quest that I needed to complete. And I went, all right, well, I guess I'll just fight Leviathan and then go do that side quest. Game doesn't let you do that. Nope. <laughs> you fight Leviathan and all health breaks loose because, you know, somebody dies. Yep. And yep. Yep. As, soon as, as soon as that cutscene starts happening, I'm like, oh, no. Yep. No, 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 no. <laughs> and it's it's so much so fast. Being on the yeah. train, the Marlboro fight, and everything else just like starts piling up. Yeah. But it I do like it. It's a good game. So, I'm yeah, looking forward to 16. I'm ready for the 
I'm super ready for the medieval throwback kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> but whenever more news about that is available. I'm sure at some point. Maybe, I mean, you know. Yeah. It's yeah. almost like... About three more years, we'll yeah, probably three more years. We'll three three more years. More three more years. We'll get a pre-rendered cutscene, <laughs> or a pre-rendered trailer. Uh, three years after that, we'll get news that the what the footage we saw in the pre-rendered cutscene isn't actually what the game is going to be. That was just kind of like test footage. Um, and then ten years after that, we'll get sixteen in whatever it turns out to be. So, uh, like the on the PS5 home screen, when you go over to the store and go down two tiles, it's like all a ps5 row and it just tile after tile after tile after tile um but they're, they're all the games they've announced like the first one is death loop and then like the next one will be uh the ghostwire tokyo and things like that down down the line project athia and then it comes to uh it comes to hogwarts and the thing we were literally just talking about just slipped my mind. Oh yeah, I forgot they announced a fucking Harry Potter game. Yeah, the the open world Harry Potter yeah, like game. The open world adventure kind of yeah. It's fucking yeah. 2005 all over again. I fucking forgot that they even did that. Yeah. <laughs> it looks wild, dude. It actually looks really really good. Yeah, I hope it's kind of good. Did anyone ever play that janky ass Harry Potter game on the PlayStation 1? Yeah. Yep. Oh yeah. Yep. Boy, that was a that was a game, all right. I got, the, uh, I got the I got the Lego truck Hagrid. <laughs> I got the Lego ones so I could play with my kids and try to get a platinum out of it. And I got to like the end of year one. I'm like, oh boy, I got to put a lot of effort into, <laughs> into wanting to get through these because like they're the old Lego games with no voices or anything, so it really slows down some of those particular yeah. scenes. Some but, of the older Lego games, I don't know how I played them. Like after playing some of the newer ones, I'm like. Man, I just must have really fucking loved Lego. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, some of the some of the first ones were really, really fun. Yeah, I remember having a lot of fun playing them with you, but I don't think I could do it again. (laughs) (laughs) Not in the older ones. Like I could play the newer ones, but Mm -hmm. I the fuck I don't know. The newer ones are fun. I'm interested in the Skywalker saga or whatever that game is called that's coming out. Like the, the, oh, the one the, I think it's supposed to be all of the yeah, it's, all nine movies yeah, but before and none of the outside universe or anything like that, just the, just the uh, core nine movies. Like it looks like they put a lot of time and love and effort into letting you relive those scenes. That's pretty. I mean, cool, as, so. as long as I can still make a custom Lego figure for free mode, yep, that's all I really care about. Yep, have a have a blue hulk or you know a, a red venom or something like that i think in the in the marvel one i had it was like i had like some of carnage carnage's pieces and like some of somebody else's i don't remember who but i just had like this weird amalgamation and like yep this guy looks cool and he's got really useful powers so <laughs> yeah that was one of my favorite things about the lego games is making your own characters like that was even in like the first star yeah War, like being able to make your own like I need Jedi a guy or... who can force pull and force push. I need a guy who can force lightning. I need a guy who can do this. <clears throat> but I don't want to play as the regular characters in free mode. I want to play as my own characters. <laughs> I want to use Qui-Gon Kenobi and fucking Darth Maul Vader. Yeah, Darth Maul Vader. Darth 
Marl. Darth Marl. General, uh, General Maul. <laughs> General Maul. <laughs> Darth Grievous. Darth Grievous. Kenobi. Uh, wait. Darth Kenobi or General Kenobi. Hello there. Qui Gon Maul. Qui Gon Maul, yeah. Hello there. We're just falling or off the rails, guys. I had I, I think I had one that was a combination of like Mace Windu and, and Qui Gon Jinn or something like that. He was pretty dope. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I guess we uh <laughs> Yeah, we just went off the rail with that yep, one. Yeah, sure did. Yep. I mean, had a good like chunk of Pokemon. Well, here I'll bring it back on track for you guys. Piplup is the best starter. Change my mind. Uh, I'm sorry, you got Greninja. Still not as good as Piplup. <laughs> this is a good one. <laughs> this is <laughs> can make an argument, but then it comes down to personal preference, and Piplup still wins on that. So, a typing. Fine typing. I'll go. I'll even say Primarina is water and psych, water and fairy. Great uh, type combination. Great typing. Uh, stupid design, and the worst starter of the game. So I don't. I don't know how he beats the. She beats the best starter of its game with really good typing, and a great design. Even after getting back to Pokemon, I hear you say some of these names. I'm like, I don't know who the fuck the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> I would throw in my the, the pick for like like Blastoise and Froligator because those are two of my favorite. Froligator gets my respect, <laughs> but like when it comes to typing, I really like Empoleon because he's water and steel, and that's fucking dope. The reason and this why is one of I the like, reasons why I like Swampert is because he's yeah, water and ground. Yeah, it's, it's a really powerful type. But the, the reason why I, I think the reason why I like Empoleon over Feraligatr is because he's one of the only steel types that can actually use Flash Cannon effectively. <laughs> You know, since he's the special... only, yeah, he's one of like three special typed steel Pokemon. Normally, steel is a physical mm -hmm. based Pokemon, but yeah, Metagross is good. I just wish he wasn't a fucking coffee table. Metagross is dope as fuck. <laughs> he's leave a, leave he's... that coffee table alone. <laughs> he he's is... a spaceship. <laughs> He is a wrought iron end table. He's a magnetic spaceship. <laughs> and what are you talking about? He's a shiny silver boy. <laughs> Throw the blue one away. Only gets the shiny one. He's <laughs> a silver and gold. He's dope as fuck looking. Reject blue, return to shiny. <laughs> Reject blue, return to shiny. I will admit, shiny Metagross is pretty cool looking. He's still a wrought iron end table, but... <laughs> Just a polished aluminum coffee table. It wasn't really until I got older that I realized how much of a water starter fan I was. Like it fucked me up when I realized Napoleon was my favorite starter. Because <laughs> I was like, I fucking love Blastoise. I love for alligator. Uh I love Swampert. Napoleon's a badass. Greninja is probably one of my favorite Pokemon. Not, not not hands down, like because no one's gonna beat Gengar and Umbreon in a in a who's my favorite Pokemon. Gengar and Umbreon are pretty fucking dope. Um, but like starters, like uh starter-wise, Greninja's probably my favorite starter just because he's I love his design. He's a fucking ninja frog with a tongue scarf and he's water and dark. And if you get the and if you can get a um version with the the um secret ability, 
he has synchronization so whatever fucking ability he has whatever move you're using it'll be or it's called protein protein yeah. um, um whatever he has he'll just like if you're using a water move he's a water type now so it does stab i'm gonna use a psychic move he's water and dark but now because of protein protein i'm using a psychic move and i'm psychic type so i get stabbed and i'm just like fuck yeah my guy hell yeah <laughs> fuck shit up <laughs> yeah I'll, I'll agree that protein is the best hidden ability for starters <laughs> <laughs> i really liked pre-marina um at first when i saw fucking whatever the goddamn first version of it's called stupid pokemon number one i like brion it's like what the brion f- brion is the like the first brion. one what the fuck is the set first or what that's the second one. what's the first one start with a p or something decidua or decidua there's rowlet litton Yep. The third one. Incineroar. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> no. The starter, Rowlet, Litton, and then Oh, oh sorry. What pre marina what 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 Purina Marina came from. But know. like when I first saw the three, I'm like, all right, it's Litton or Deci- or Litton or Rowlet all the way. And then when all of the their final evolutions came out, I'm like, oh fuck, they all look cool as shit. <laughs> and all fuck their typings, grass and ghosts. I already know that's a bad combination because of X and Y, but it's still neat. Um, Poplio, Poplio, yeah. yes. Um, and then Pre Marina being <laughs> water and fairy, I'm like, that's a cool ass combination. And then you know, fucking Incineroar's, you know, fire and dark, and he's not fighting, and he's cool as shit. But yeah, I gotta go with Incineroar on that one. Typhlosion is dope as fuck. Yeah, I mean. Back in the day, on gold and silver, it was Typhlosion or nothing. <laughs> it's nerf for no Typhlosion or nothing. But even though I never played Diamond and Pearl, I very quickly realized. Diamond and Pearl, you mean just Gen two? Yeah, back back on Gen two, it was Typhlosion or nothing. Oh, and- but but even though I never played Diamond and Pearl, I very quickly realized that a penguin that is a steel type. <laughs> And can use flash cannon effectively because it has a high special stat is literally the best thing ever. That's why you play both versions of Gen 2 and you play you one's Typhlosion and one's Frolligator because fuck Meganium and eat <laughs> shit. Yeah, imagine liking Grass Starters. I know. Imagine liking Grass Stars. They're not, so dumb. Grass Stars <laughs> are stupid. I loved my time with Bolton, <laughs> bastard. Let me tell uh, you, it's Squirtle or Charmander. It's Squirtle or Charmander, buddy. Nah, I'm nah, not man. gonna lie Look. for Pogo, the Pikachu Detective movie, uh Detective Pikachu movie in the 3D Bulbasaurs. That was the first time I was genuinely like Bulbasaur is cute as fuck, and I will protect him until the day I die. <laughs> but before then, I hated Bulbasaur. But like for some reason, that whatever they did with him, and they were he was like, oh, then I was like, Oh my god, he's adorable. But he was an actual <laughs> turtle, like you actually saw it like He's uh, like, hell yeah, they made him. He's a frog now. Hell yeah. Like, I mean, he's always been a frog, but they like, showed off like he's a frog. I'm like, hell yeah. Fuck yeah, Bulbasaur. <laughs> but before that, uh, he could, he could, uh, you know, did, could uh, go fuck himself. <laughs> <laughs> did not like Bulbasaur at all. Yeah. I, I don't think that out there, bud. 
Yeah, in in it's mainly because of Venusaur. That's what ruins. Yeah, pretty it for much. Me. It's it's because of, it's because of Venusaur. I don't like Bulbasaur. You don't like Venusaur? Nah. Mm-hmm. Blastoise and Charizard just look so much cooler than he does. Do what? Blastoise and Charizard just look so much cooler than Venusaur do does. He's a squatty ass frog. You got a dragon and a turtle with fucking cannons on his back. Fucking frog with a flower, dragon, turtle with guns. What's cooler? I would request that you refer to him as a flying lizard. <laughs> a flying right, I lizard. I see your point. I don't like it, but I see your point. Because like, <laughs> I'd always, I'd Frog always like the back? design of, of yeah, Ivysaur. Yeah, I gave, I gave grass starters two chances. First gen and second gen. Venusaur is a huge ass letdown for, for its evolutionary line. And Meganium... Honestly, the anime ruined Meganium for me, if anything. And, a- and after that, I'm just like, you know what? I'm just, oh, no, I take it. I gave Trico a try. Trico, I, I gave Trico, cool... I gave Trico an all right. He was, he was pretty cool. But he's got to fight Swampert. He, he but he's got to fight Yeah. Like he could literally defeat Swampert because he's four times weak to him. But I'm just saying. Yeah, no, he's got for Alligator's beat... got a way better design. He's got to beat Swampert. Trico... Or sorry, no, for, for Alligator. Swampert has a way better design. And then he's got to beat Blaziken. For yeah, and then me. he's got to beat Blaziken. Sceptile loses it for me a tree on his back <laughs> he's still cool looking but the tree that that's what that that's what does it that's what breaks the, the camel's back yeah the, the first the first time i played ruby i went with trico and then i think i got about halfway through and i went yeah i think it's gonna be torchic <laughs> yeah i'm trying to think like when a grass starter has fully won me over and it probably is not until honestly decidua is the only one where yeah, even though it's a, even though it's like one of the worst typings it's the only one i've really ever had fun using mm-hmm. cuz honestly i really like black and white but i do not like any of their starters i don't like any three of them is another fighting and fi- fire and fighting and like his designs neat and i get it like i get all of their inspirations um yeah, you know, like samurai, like emperor, kind of like with the Oshawott had so much potential. Snivy, its line getting all like regal and stuff. So it's more like, you know, royalty in that way. And then like Imbor looks like, you know, an old like depicted Japanese shogun kind of like big, you know, and then, you know, Samurai's a, you know, samurai. <laughs> but I really thought I'd like Oshawott's line until, you if know. If they had just kept it bipedal. Yeah, I don't know why he had to be on four legs. I mean, I get maybe the reference to horses because I guess it's one of the main tools of a samurai, but you know, Oshawott and Samurai and Dewat didn't have a bow, and that's the main <laughs> tool of a samurai. They use their bows more than they use katanas, but whatever. Hey, whatever. <laughs> We're not, not how I played Ghost of Tsushima. That might be how <laughs> you had to play, Mr. I couldn't do standoffs. <laughs> Well, technically, we weren't samurai. Samurai weren't a thing, and (laughs) it wasn't quite there yet. You weren't using katanas at that point in time in history. The shogunate really wasn't a full blown thing yet. The let me have this. (laughs) Let me have this. I I sec besides stealth killing everybody. The bow was my second weapon. I was still being a samurai, even though I was being a ninja first. Yeah, I uh, I definitely just tried to hack and slash my way through everybody. Like, <laughs> Eric's all on, oh, no, fight to me. 
hey, group of five dudes, come over here and try to kill me. I dare you. Yep. I'm all like, no one will see me. Kill those five dudes in an instant, pause the game, change your attire, and then start <laughs> yep. killing more. Yep. And, uh, Shamelessly. And if at me, if they saw me, they didn't see me anymore because a smoke bomb and killed them all on the smoke. I don't yeah, think I got I, I got so I got so fucking tunnel vision focused into killing people with my sword, learning the blade that I forgot I had ninja stuff I could do. Yeah. Like, unless it was like story content, like you had to do it for a mission. I don't think I ever used my ninja tools and I kind of forgot about half of them. I didn't I, use, I fully intended to use like the kunai and the smoke bomb because they're very good diversionary tactics and can help set up like stealth, uh, the executions and whatnot. But I would get so focused on trying to be the best swordsman in all of Japan that I would forget that, oh, if I use a smoke bomb here, I could get out of this very bad situation for myself and not die. Too bad I died. <laughs> I know we've been on a lot of tangents, but I think we should stop talking about ghosts all the time. <laughs> Why? Why should we stop talking about ghosts all the time? <laughs> We're going to stop talking about ghosts. Might as well just stop having a podcast. Like, what yeah, the fuck I is mean... the point? <laughs> If we can't talk about Ghost of Tsushima every time we're live, then what's the fucking point There's of a, <laughs> if, if we weren't supposed to talk about Ghost of Tsushima, Sucker Punch shouldn't have made such a bomb-ass game. I agree. <laughs> That's the point. I'm going to be talking about this game until I am just gone because it, like I said, my my top five haven't, hasn't really wavered in years, and all of a sudden... God of War 2018, Ghost of Tsushima, just like boom, if, right up that thing. If you have a conversation about anything and it goes on long enough, It'll at go some to, point, like you're going to either talk Bacon. about Batman, Kevin Bacon, or Ghost of Tsushima. <laughs> it was, it was just, in, in was case like, you were curious, it's like an hour and uh, 25 minutes that we made it before we talked about Ghost of Tsushima. <laughs> <laughs> we're doing better. Yeah, we're, it's an improvement. By 2021, Granted, we should be completely out of but... ghost stuff to talk about. <laughs> It's until so Ghost good. 2 shows Until Ghost 2 goes. See, we <laughs> never had the proper Ghost of Tsushima podcast that we were supposed to have. So instead, we're just sprinkling it across. Bring a little bit of Ghost yeah. in each podcast. And yep. Eventually, we'll cut it all together and we'll have that Ghost <laughs> we'll podcast. We'll have the Ghost podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just, but, we'll edit all these together. <laughs> <laughs> stitch them across like all the time. We haven't been able to actually record or whatever. Finally, we've been able to talk about Ghost, but it's through, you know, months of talking about other shit yeah. with ghosts sprinkled in just here's just the netflix podcast. documentary at the end where it's like footage of the same guy from but like <laughs> 10 different years apart <laughs> oh shit yes all right well uh like you said it's been an hour and <laughs> yeah it's been a while so uh it's been a while being said, yeah. how's your guys, throat doing yeah how's your throat doing? <laughs> it's sore but <laughs> i'm good uh it's it's even more sore now <laughs> uh, this is a long hour yeah it's been fun i hope you guys are enjoying playing something i'm not going to get into what it is i'm just going to end the show and strikers strikers huh? that's it that's a strikers. persona five. Oh, strikers five gotcha i haven't it's picked broken. it up yet i want to finish the persona five story before i play strikers and i've only found like a third of that time required so yeah, I, I would say I would say we should we should talk about strikers at some point, but I know how that's that conversation is gonna go, and we're just gonna end up talking about Persona Five. And I don't think that's a good podcast. <laughs> yeah, that was a great game, but it'd be a wonderful podcast. podcast. <laughs> yeah. All right. Have a good one, guys. Thank you All guys right. for watching. Again, you can catch this on YouTube next week. 
and pick up the audio version when it hits anchor next week on Wednesday. Join us in two weeks. We'll get back together for a sausage tray. Thank you, Josh. Thank you, Eric. Have a good week, guys. Bye.